Hello, my name is Conan McLeod, and welcome to Why Life Isn't Fair, a series of ramblings about music I like that will most likely spiral into a complete nervous breakdown. With this in hand, today I want to talk about Neuro Crabtrio De La Soul, known most widely for being the only good part of any Gorilla song ever, that of course being the rapping part in Fuego Incorporated, I also don't seem to fully grasp how much of an influence the group had for the time they were at their creative peak. Formed in 1988 by three teenagers named True Goy and Mace, names made even more complicated by the other stage names Plug 1, Plug 2 and Plug 3 given respectively, De La Soul made their first major splash with the release of their first album, Three Feet High and Rising, in 1989, where they were almost instantly lauded for their efforts. The group's fresh take on hip-hop, which at the time was dominated by groups like N.W.A. and Public Enemy, even gave music critic Robert Christigau something to not be a dick about, surprisingly enough. He even went as far as to say that the album was unlike any rap album you or anybody else has ever heard. As far as my take on the album, well, I think it's probably the greatest thing to ever happen in music, and that is the hill I will quite happily die on. I remember getting into groups like Diggable Planets and Jungle Brothers just as I was getting into hip-hop at around 16. But despite these groups being fairly obscure, it still took me around two years to get into the album that made Cayman banging rocks and sticks together thousands of years ago and calling it music a not terrible idea. The invention of Sample Delia that artists like Jay Dilla and DJ Shadow would later utilise, and the alternative hip-hop that groups like The Fireside and the aforementioned Diggable Planets would become known for, starts and ends, in my opinion, with Three Feet High and Rising. Despite being acknowledged by the American Library of Congress as an important part, of, as an important piece of work, sorry, when they added it to the National Recording Registry and being on innumerable hip-hop best albums of all time lists, it still feels like its influences have felt as much in the modern era. In a time where an album like Three Feet High and Rising and its messages promoting peace and love are needed, it has been forgotten about in the hip-hop canon, boasting a vast litany of sample usage varying from Johnny Cash and Led Zeppelin to Hall and Oates and Steely Dan. The album visited unexplored territory in its usage of production techniques and arrangements as a key piece of the music making process, a trend that was picking up steam before becoming the standard conveniently after the release of the album. Anyways, enough of my shy talk, now it's time for the most, impar- the most important sorry, part of the show, the music itself. In accordance with the format I decided for the show, I had to force myself to pick the album's standout track amongst an album full of standout tracks, and despite the high difficulty, difficulty level, sorry, I reckon I've hit the nail on the head with this one. Here's I Know from Three Feet High and Rising, and afterwards we will get to the slow decline of De La Soul. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of phrasing right up to back. It's the daisy age, you're about to walk top stage, so wipe your lottoes on the mat. Hip-hop love this is, and don't mind when I quiz your involvements before the sun. But clear your court, cause this a one-man sport, and who's better for this than plug one? Plug don't one. have to worry about me squashing other deals, cause they've already been squished. Freeze a frame of our moves the same, wish we can continue right behind the bush. You'll stay with me, I know this, but not because of all my earthly treasures, or regardless to the fact that I'm passing the noose, but because... And from the soul I bring you the daisy of your choice May it be filled with the pleasure principle in circumference to my voice About those other jennies I reckon with lost them all like a homework excuse This time the magic number is two Cause it takes two not three to seduce My destiny of love is brought to an apex Sex is a mere molecule 
in this world of lust that I have for you. It's true. true. I'll get somewhat poured in the mold. Hold my hand, we'll pick my plantation of daisies for a bouquet of soul. Like at the cut of a rim. Take it as filled to the rim as in brim. Squeeze your stoop like Betty Boop, then make camel alphabet soup and spell plug ones within. Forward margin to say when transistors will play. Come into bed is the move. Dolby sound will be thin top crown when I put the needle into your groove. I got a good thing, and in full swing. full swing. I show this in gifts, words or letters, but even without those three, I know you'd be close to me, cause... to Conan's De La Soul Echo Chamber. Now back to the talky bit of the show. It's coming off the release of Three Feet High and Rising, De La Soul weren't able to replicate the same successes as I alluded to before I played I Know. While the quality of the music hadn't necessarily slipped, it seemed that critics and fans weren't able to get on board with the change in tack in regard to their music. With the release of De La Soul is Dead in 1991, De La Soul weren't met with the same level of critical acclaim that they were used to with the album selling poorly on top of that. Having a similar runtime to their previous album, De La Soul is Dead is similar structurally in how skits separate each song, though in this album the skits actually tell a story, with a flimsy narrative and a pretty that feels pretty pointless in comparison to the notable thematic change in the music, with De La Soul clearly growing an edge of seriousness after years of being referred to as hippies, a label that De La Soul seemingly took a personal affront to. Anyways, the album itself displays a bit more of a defined sound, though this isn't necessarily a good thing. See, to me, right? The glory in Three Feet High and Rising was how it seemed that every song was captured in a very specific moment in time, on the fly, off the cuff, just for the fun of it. I'm not entirely sure that description makes sense, but we'll roll with it anyway. Dale of Soul is Dead, in juxtaposition, feels like that the fun had died and that they felt a sudden urge to be serious, to be serious sorry, about everything, which wouldn't necessarily have been a bad thing if its execution was slightly better. Though this album did become a classic after, t- after time, 
I personally can't run with the consensus. Personally, I've never been a fan of those albums that have to sit with people for 20 plus years before the hamster wheels started turning in their brain and I realised that at one point they were far too harsh about it. Overall, while this album is stylistically similar to Three Feet High and Rising, only with a few tune-ups and some poorly communicated ideas about how life and its components are shite. Chris, I just realised I'm supposed to be a bit more positive. That first wee bit felt a bit too scathing. Right, so, okay. It's not a terrible album, by any definition of the word, despite its shortcomings which would be on a microscopic level if Three Feet High and Rising had never existed. While their ideas don't entirely feel very well fleshed out or put together, the change in direction into pure alternative hip-hop does bring a lot more structure to the tunes themselves, most likely under the influence of Q-Tip of A Tribe Called Quest, who features on both their first two albums and was known for his relationship with De La Soul. De La Soul is dead takes a turn into a territory that I don't think they are entirely ready for, and with that, the initial mixed response does seem warranted. Now, there are multiple standout tracks on the album, one of those being past the plugs, which I'm going to play in a bit. The track features Prince Paul, the band's producer and most frequent collaborator, and is a standout to me purely because it encapsulates how De La Soul have changed their sound in the album. Being a lot more defined as a track, it is a lot more low-key than, than some of the rest of the songs on the album. So here's past the plugs from De La Soul's Dead, and afterwards I'll talk more shite about De La Soul's 90s output. Stand by. This time, come and put it in mellow! Oh, here we go again. Pass the keys like they used to say. 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 First P is pass. I am no ass. Pasta the news. Plug one to the whole race. Rhyme on a tour. Smart and mature. Dispatch obscure themes with a mad face. Door dog and lean. Was once 19. Now I'm one year older with reason. Clean thoughts and draws. Rhyme flow never stores. A yes, 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 y'all's in this. Hot planes could even reach Soul Train, but Dawn don't like rap, so that won't happen. Fame we don't lust, God we do trust. Arsenio distance, but the crowd kept clapping. Blessed with soul's light, so turn off your bright. Overexposure will bring about a clear soul. Don't push but pile to this here new style, and excuse me, y'all, while I fill my potholes. Passed off second, true I reckon Head full of dreads but knowledge inside Singing on records, making it hectic Wishing it all would fall and die Radio works it, public consumes it Tommy Boy wants another say no huh? Rough and rugged, it's not a new twist Been true boy since the first get go the daisy, watching it dicey. Native is the new, like balancing the shoe. Paul makes a meal like dill makes pickles. Pluses to add, like added to the crew is pimp promoters, RM's workers, MPs watchers, close in focus. Watch me step in, now I'm dancing, then disappear with a hocus pocus. Pass the keys like they used to say. 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 Pass the
peas like they used to say. Yeah. Pass the peas like they used to say. Pass the peas like they used to say. Skizoids with Polaroids gives me such a chase. Tribal, not trite. Don't own a white. Get I'm down and around for a good kiss. Got a 40 of Pepsi. A girl in bed star. <laughs> Christ, if only the rest of the album was like that. Anyway, let's get back to it. So the year is 1993. Dale has just released Balloon Mind State. Life is good, the boys are back in town, and they're back in form like a 30-year-old James Milner. That seems like a good enough reference. Their shortest album so far, it seemed that Dale Soul were able to effectively trim off a lot of the fat that their previous efforts were known for and deliver a far more concise and directed effort. Delving more into a jazzier sound and making more references to themselves as people and the communities they were surrounded by, Blue Mind State shoves off any ideas that De La Soul had not matured as a group. A bounce back of sorts from the relative disappointment of De La Soul is dead. The appearance of jazz musicians like Fred Wesley and Pee Wee Ellis bring about a much needed change in their sound, moving away from their patented sample Delia and into a style of music that reflected more of their surroundings. Bringing the sound of jazz back into the mainstream like the likes of a tribe called Quest have been doing for years. Overall, this album is pretty much flawless, and while it got even less attention from fans having lower sales than Taylor Soul is dead, it brought them back into critical acclaim. Throughout the album, they are able to communicate their ideas a lot more fluidly with less obscure metaphors and references. It seems for the first time that they are able to seriously look inwards in their music, and it certainly pays off. If Taylor Soul is dead was a stepping stone, I can most certainly forgive it for being, frankly, quite terrible. All in all, Balloon Mind State was able to well and truly separate Taylor Soul from the group they were only five years ago. And it, made ser- and it made them a serious voice in hip-hop and almost delves into conscious rap in the references to how they felt about the mainstream's efforts to control the direction of black music. From the, F- from the album, sorry, I decided to play Break of Dawn, the album's first single and its most sterling example of the jazz rap instrumentals that play such a pivotal role in the consistent quality of this album. They haven't yet come up with the words to describe how good this, this album is, and although I still prefer Three Feet High and Rising, Balloon Mind State holds a near and dear place in my heart, Though unfortunately for the for Dale Soul, it's downhill from here. Anyway, anyway, sorry. Here is Break of Dawn from Balloon Mind State. Enjoy. Jacket for the brother, he's a nigga when he packs it. 
So get your butt out the sling. I start Muhammad floating up. That means I'm deaf. So like the autographs are signed until the break. So after the mastery of Balloon Mines, they dale us all. We're finally back on a horse and quite firmly staying on the horse until until they released Stakes as High in 1996. The fourth album from Dale Soul saw the group ditch Prince Paul and production duties and took on while well, they took on the jobs themselves, sorry, with the production god Jay Dilla having credit for um the titular track, you know, Stakes is High, of course. Overall, this album cements Dale Soul into their sound. I'm a very similar vibe to Balloon Mind State, only a lot more confrontational. They even sparked a beef with Tupac, of all people, for the criticisms on the commercialization of rap music a beef pack took with him until his dying day. But with this, the album actually helped launch the rapper and guy from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Most F, into wider audiences, with Most F appearing on a few tracks on the album. But like the previous, it didn't get much reception from their fans and was again lauded by critics. This is a trend that will carry on in the Dale of Soul canon. 
This is going to become a goring tide in the show generally anyway. You know, the band that wasn't very popular but were loved by critics, it's it's most likely going to become the Colin Card. But anyways, there's not a lot to talk about in regards to this album. They also were older at this stage and were growing quieter and quieter. You know, they toured the album extensively after releasing it and went into hibernation for a few years. They're a bit old at this stage, so it's fair enough. The decline of De La Soul, in my opinion, isn't necessarily the quality of the music itself. It's more of like a like a loss of energy and commercial attention. And I suppose that's what happens when you set the bar so high with your first release. You know, everything can seem a bit disappointing. And, through, and though it's through no fault of the artist necessarily, it seems to me that it's just Caveman Brain not being able to comprehend what that their favourite group can't release the same album until they tell them to stop. But anyways, with Stakes as high in particular, you know it's a good album, despite it not being stratospherically better than anything that's ever been released like Three Feet High and Rising was. But something about it never entirely sat right with me. Maybe I'm just dumb, but that's just my stance, I suppose. Talking about it in this kind of format puts me on the record. So there's there's that. Right. So the script tells me this is where I need to top, stop talking. So stop talking, I shall. Here's a personal favor off the album. The titular track, Stakes is High. Rest in peace, Dilla. Hi. from the east with the beats that be thorough got the solar gravitation so i'm bound to pull it i gets down like brothers are found ducking from bullets gun control means using both hands in my land yeah. where it's all about the cautious living uh-huh. migrating to a higher form of consequence compliments are struggling that shouldn't be notable man every word i say should be a hip-hop quote. i'm sick of bitches shaking asses i'm sick of talking about blood sick of versace glasses sick of slang sick of half-ass award shows sick of name brand clothes sick of r&b bitches over bullshit tracks <laughs> cocaine and cracks which bring sickness to black sick of swole head rappers with they sickening raps claps and gaps making the whole sick world collapse the facts are getting sicker even sicker perhaps i stick the push to make a bundle to escape the synapse man life can get all up in your ass baby you better work it out now let me tell you what it's all about a skin not considered equal a meteor has more right than my people who be wasting time screaming who they've hated that's why the native tongues has officially been reinstated Fuck, you got to be that way. 
JD Dub, show your love, what you got to say? I say Jesus, make you take his out of high regard. And niggas dying for it nowadays ain't hard. Investing in fantasies and not God. Welcome to reality, see times is hard. People try to snatch the credit but can't claim the card. Showing out in videos saying they co star See shit like that'll make your mama cry. Better watch the way you spend it cause the stakes is high. You know them stakes is high when you're dealing with the... Is high. I think that smiling in public is against the law. Cause love don't get you through life no more. It's who you know and how you son. And how you getting in and who the man holding he up. And how was the skins and how high. Yo, what up, huh? I heard you caught a body. Seem like every man and woman shared a life with John God. They ain't organized. Mixing crimes with life enzymes. Taking the big scout route and niggas, no doubt. Better than they know they daughters and they sons. Yo, people go through pain and still don't gain positive contact. Just like my main man who got others cleaning up his physical and fluids. Uh -huh. His mind got congested. He got the non fluid Neighborhoods are now hoods. Cause nobody's neighbors, just animals. Surviving with that animal behavior yeah. under eye. Who be rhyming from dark to light sky. Experiments with needles and skin connect. No wonder where we live is called the projects. When the mistakes is high, you damn sure try to do anything to get the piece of the pie. Electrify, even die for the cash. But at last we be out, even though you're wanting more. She was closed like an elevator door, but soon we open once we get to the next What's floor with the So during listening integrity be damned, I'm gonna have to skim through the rest of the releases purely because of the volume of them and the fact that they all kind of ended up sounding the same without any major discernible exceptional qualities. So after going into their hibernation period, De La Soul released Artificial Intelligence Mosaic Thump in 2001 followed by Artificial Intelligence Bionics, which came up later that year. These albums are supposed to be released as a triple album series, but underwent some issues with their label Tommy Boy Records, but we'll get into that kerfuffle in a wee bit. First I want to talk about the music itself. Both are kind of a struggle to sit through with, both clocking in at around an hour long, I was often put into a state where I was genuinely afraid that my comprehension of time had been entirely warped. These albums are far too long for what they actually are. Though surprisingly, both of them fared fairly well commercially and critically with Mosaic Thumb even being nominated for a Grammy, for god knows what, what reasons. Um, despite some really cool features from the likes of Ad Rock, Buster Rhymes, Jay Dillon, and Slick Rick in both the albums, I can't really get behind any of the hype that this album received at the time, or these albums even received at the time. The albums being a part of a series that was only able to get to two of the three that were initially planned, I don't really feel cohesive enough for most of the messages of the album that the albums were trying to get across kind of getting lost. The albums as a whole feel rushed, and I'm not surprised that the series was cut short, though this is mostly because of Tommy Records being scumbags, and not through any fault of De La Souls. Anyway, here's, here's a wee bit of a sidebar for you. So Tommy Boy were, in it, were, were even a record label that released the group's first four albums, and it's because of their poor handling of business that most of De La Souls' output is unfortunately not available in the streaming services, perhaps explaining why they aren't, they're right, De La Soul aren't really talked about much in the modern era, outside of old-head hip-hop forums, I suppose. Uh, Tommy Boy still owned the rights to De La Soul's first four albums, yet refused to allow De La Soul the right to release their music to a wider contemporary audience, offering the group only 10% of the income made from streams and negotiations. So basically, Tommy Boy are scumbags, and De La Soul have been pretty badly done by, 
But that's besides the point. Back to explaining why I like and dislike Dale Souls albums. Because of course my opinion is the most important part of the show. That's only a joke. Anyway, after a few years off and a new record label to be pawned off to, Dale Soul released The Grind Date in 2004, a definitive improvement on all fronts for the group since the Artificial Intelligence series, as far as I'm concerned. Having the best features on any De La Soul album, period, The Grind Date is the best De La Soul album after the turn of the century by a landslide. With the absence of skits to separate the tracks, the album flows together perfectly with a lot of the fat and bullshit replaced with some pretty stellar tracks. Being the last De La Soul project the late Jay Dilla was featured on, it is a fitting end to a brief but productive series of collaborations between the two. I just wish that Dilla stuck around long enough to be able to produce an entire De La Soul album, but a man can only wish that collaboration or that entire album collaboration would have been absolutely supreme. Okay, I've been talking for far too long, so I'll shut up and I'll play another track. This one is from The Grind Day and is a personal favourite of mine from this era of, the De La Soul, of De La Soul, at least for its notable pre-popularity MF Doom feature. Here's Rock Cocaine Flow and afterwards I'll wrap this shit up and I'll leave you alone. Enjoy. In the five-star telly saying two mic rhymes Be them average MCs of the times Unlike them, we grab gems So systematically inclined to pen lines Without saying the producer's name all over the track Yeah, I said it What you need to do is get back to reading credits Read the medics alphabetically stuck on that English shit Now, but now, before we board That's your shop, your rock, okay, bro From the top of the queue for three villains been on in the game as long as he can really swim. Turn the corner spinning, bust that ass and get up. Dust off the mask, whoever laugh, give him a head up. He got jumped, it pumped his adrenaline. He said it made him tougher than a bump of raw medicine. To write all night long, the hourglass is still slow. Flow from hellborn to free power like Lil Cole. And still old bills, pay dues forever. Slave use when it comes to who's more cleverer. Used to wore leather goose feet with the fur collar. And charge the fee for loose leaf, words for dollar. You heard holler, broad or dude, we need food. Eat your teams for sure, the streets or seem rude. For fam like the partridges, pardon him for the up. Battle for your Tory cartridges or put your kicks up. It's a stick. I put your blicks up. He's ready for cuts and swole like penile flicks. Give him 20. The danger in his eyes will let you know he's a brawler. Bring your tallest champs like that much taller. Tall, 10 pounds heavier. One step ahead of it. Vocab, stamina, styles all irrelevant. Camps and clicks, units, squad crews and clans. Even the tongues will fuck around and lose you more. Boom, drum, that bum. There goes that news van again. I you knew like toucan salmon him. He eat rappers like part of a complete breakfast Their rhymes ain't worth the weight of their cheap necklace String them up, bring them up on the whack junk snack and Get that out your hand, punk, jump and get your dunk smacked Foul, we all know the rules Bro, you slow, you blow the super, you fools Heels on both like you go. you go Lights, camera, action with no makeup We nail out to the death or at least until we break up a couple of nice guys who finished first So nice try, but the prize is eyes dispersed They say the good die young So I added some badass to my flavor To prolong my life over the drum Everyone cools off for being hot It's about if you can handle being cold or not And we were told to hop But no one's dick about Prince Paul We stayed original ever since, y'all First to do a lot of things in the game But the last to say it No need to place it on a scale to weigh it And don't do it for the praise or the raise the bar yeah, this phrase anyway is so amazing, all oh, the three L.I. brothers from the other way of thinking, hey, your ladies thinking, I think you need to control that, oh, I have to hold the it. elements of airborne, I smell the success, 
Yo, let's cookie cut this shit and get the gingerbread, man. Sacrifice mics and push drugs to these rappers. Puff ponies till I turn blue in the lips. Sipping broads like seven up. So refreshing. I finger pop these verses like first dates. The birth date, September 2-1. Fuck me, that was loud. Anyways, after the grind date, De La Soul was essentially put into suspended animation. Doing a few tours and appearing briefly in Parappa the Rapper because your career meant nothing unless you got that coveted Parappa the Rapper feature. The Grammys became irrelevant when Parappa the Rapper 1 was released on that cold, frightful December morning in 1996 in Japan. Anyways, in this time they also released the most glorious Nike skateboard dunks to ever have blessed my eyes and a remix of a Yola Tango EP. Fairly prolific for a technically inactive band, right? So anyways, cut 2015, which was the last known recording of life being good, De La Soul released a Kickstarter fund to help create a new project. The goal was surpassed in 10 hours in 2016, and the and the anonymous, sorry, nobody, was fired out at terminal velocity. The album itself wasn't up to much, but did apparently warrant another Grammy nod, which again boggles the mind, but I don't want to be too negative. This album marks the exponential increase in love for De La Soul again, with the vast majority of people rushing to laud the album. Personally, I don't see the buzz surrounding it, and it's a bit deflating. While this album didn't do a lot to excite me with its quality relying mostly on the nostalgic value, it definitely could have been better, though it's nice to see that De La Soul are still at it with the same vigour they had over 30 years ago. Overall, the career has been weird ebbs and flows and was a strange one to try research for the show. De La Soul first jumped to mind purely because despite their popularity, they were pretty hard done by it almost every turn. Between a morally bankrupt label and an inconsistent reception from fans and critics, the trio never necessarily had a downfall, like I mentioned earlier, but had a lot more potential to live up to. Anyways, my vocal cords are about to go hoarse and listening to nothing but De La Soul for days seems enticing at first, but quickly becomes an emotional drain. So I'll leave you here, and I'll get lost. As my parting gift, I'll play myself out with a throwback to God's favourite record, Three Feet High and Rising. Here's the first track off that album, The Magic Number, which of course is the natural conclusion to the show. But anyway, I sincerely hope you enjoyed the show and thanks for listening. Three, that's a magic number. Three. It is. It's the magic number. Three. Somewhere in this hip-hop soul community was born three laced up in me and that's a magic number. Difficult preaching is posthumous pleasure. Pleasure in preaching starts in the heart. Something that stimulates the music in a measure. Measure in the music raises three parts. Casually see, but don't do like the soul. Cause seeing and doing are actions for monkeys. Doing hip hop hustle, no rock and roll. Unless your name's Brewster, cause Brewster's a punk. Parents let go, cause it's magic in the air. Criticizing rap, shows you're out of order. Stop looking, listen to the phrase in Fred Astaire's. And don't get offended while Mace Dosi does your daughter. A dry camera roll system is now set. Fly around the store under Daisy Productions. It stands for the inner sound. Y'all in your cabet that the action's not a trick, but show me the function. Everybody wants to be a DJ, everybody wants to be an MC, but being speakers are the best, and you don't have to guess. Still, I so posse consists of three, and that's the magic number. Three. This here piece of the pie is not dessert, but the cost that we dine, and three out of every darn time, the effect is mmm, with a daisy grows in your mind. Showing true position, this here piece is kissing the part of the pie that's missing Where that negative number fills up the casualty Maybe you can subtract it, you can call it your lucky partner Maybe you can call it your adjective 
But odd as it may be, without my one and two, where would there be? My dream makes possible me, and that's the magic number. What does it all mean? Focus is formed by flaunt of the soul. Souls before style gain praises by pounds. Comment on speakers who honor the scroll. Scroll written daily creates a new sound. Listeners, listen, cause this here is wisdom. Wisdom of a speaker, a dove and a plug. Set aside a legal substance and feed them for now. Get them high off this dialect drug. Time is a factor, so it's time to count. Count not the negative actions of one. Speakers of soul say it's time to shout. Three forms the soul to a positive sum. Dance to this fix and flex every muscle. Space can be filled if you ride like my lumber. Advance to the tune, but don't don't do the hustle, shake, rattle, roll to my magic number. Now you may try to subtract it, but it just won't go away. Three times one. What is it? One, two, three. And that's a magic number.